is up, Taylor? What's going on? What's going on? Got a little Christmas music to put us in the spirit. Uh, I know that uh, Oklahoma didn't give you no presents today, but Florida Isn't did. It? Florida did for me. Uh, they're still playing right now, but they're dog whooping uh, South Carolina in the fourth quarter. So um, let's get right into it because I know this has to be a quick episode. Guys, we do apologize for pushing in the day back. Uh, life events happen, and it just is what it is. So we're going to talk about this TCU Texas, or actually we're going to talk about the college football playoffs uh, and what they have so far. Um, let me pull that up. Actually, I know they have um, currently they have TCU at four, Georgia yep, uh, at one. Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, Tennessee five, Oregon six, there you go. LSU seven, USC eight, and then Alabama at nine and Clemson at ten. Yeah. Uh, so, that's, so uh, I, I I think Georgia uh, being at number one is fitting. They uh, are I mean, playing that, right now too, so who knows? Yeah. They could lose. Yeah, I mean, if they lose this game, of course it'll drop. But based on none of these teams playing this week, uh, I mean, Michigan played really well. Ohio State played well. TCU plays tonight. Tennessee smoked Mizzou. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oregon slated to play tonight. LSU struggled. Uh, they did. They did struggle, but they pulled it through. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's going to drop them at all. I don't see why it would. I don't think uh, they get into the. I don't think they sneak into the top four. Um, unless something crazy happens. I, so if TCU loses tonight, and depending on how bad they lose and how the game goes, I can see TCU dropping to seven. Uh, Tennessee pushing back into the top four. Four spot if TCU yeah. loses. So. Yeah, and then Oregon at five. Yeah. And then maybe uh, uh, LSU. I think. I, I personally think USC should jump LSU. They're playing uh, exceptional football. Uh, yeah, I think they want especially to after LSU today. struggled today against Arkansas. Yeah, uh, Arkansas is just not a good team. That, that's a bad team to bro, struggle they got against. Jaden Hazelwood, bro, what are you talking yeah. about? They are <laughs> the goat. Goated. I'm sure if we had them, we'd still be uh, playing a little bit better because all Oklahoma has is Mims and. For whatever hey, reason, Gray Mims can't catch. Yards this year, bro. Or yards Eric this Gray year. is a great running back, yeah. but as far as wideouts, well, yeah, nobody. Nothing. It's because everybody that you had left for uh, USC. Yeah, they're, they're on USC right now. <laughs> or Arkansas. So by proxy, we're doing good. Yeah. So I would, I would say, I think what t- I think the team that has most to lose is TCU, and the reason why I say that is because no one respects them right now. Yes, they're number four. But it's only because they're undefeated. If they lose one game, let's say they lose to Texas tonight, right? They're out. They they have no chance of getting in. It's not like where Tennessee's like at five and it's like they have one loss, but you know it was to Georgia. It's like TCU. They they lose. They're out. It's done. So they are walking no, a very fine tightrope. The only way they get into they make sure they submit themselves into the top four is if they win every game this season, like for the last three games. Yeah, and the wild thing is, for being a top four team, they've only played one ranked team outside of tonight, and that was yeah. Kansas State at the time because uh, Oklahoma State, I don't believe, was ranked. Uh, they may have been ranked. They were ranked number know. eighteen. They were ranked number eighteen. Yeah. Okay, so that would be two, maybe played, three. I don't know. TCU's played number at at the time. These were the rankings. Um, I looked it up before the show. Eighteen Oklahoma, nineteen Kansas. Um. A number eight Oklahoma State and a number seventeen Kansas State, and then they're playing number eighteen Texas. Gotcha. Yeah, the list that I have pulled up shows uh, the only ranked team that they played was Kansas State. I don't know. Yeah. So they played. Uh, one, five after Texas tonight. Yeah, and then, but Kansas fell off. Uh, yeah. Oklahoma Kansas State. Fu- Kansas. Oklahoma yeah. State. Oklahoma State, State, State fell off. Uh, West Virginia. They only won by ten. Oklahoma uh, is Texas Tech. They only won by ten. Uh, I mean, they destroyed Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they should have this year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'd, I would agree. If they lose to Texas, Baylor, or uh, Iowa State, they drop. Yeah. Significantly. They like they're the only team in the top four that if they take an L, it's pretty much over. I think I think Georgia's still in, even if they take an L to Alabama in the championship game. Um, Absolutely, I would put them at three or four if they lose. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I just. I think maybe it's a fluke game. But I don't think Alabama gets in if they beat Georgia in the championship game. Uh, I think it's already too late for Alabama. They got the two yeah, L's, sitting, 
And Sitting at number them. nine with two L's, and they almost lost today. I, I cannot see. I Which mean, is the only crazy way that to they, think, man, the create so crazy to think Alabama's not going to be in the playoffs this year. It's the, the, look, the tide is turning, and I think Georgia, I is, Georgia there. and Ohio State is uh, the tide is rolling. <laughs> the tide is. I rolling. think Georgia and Ohio State are going to be battling for that next. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say dynasty because you don't really have dynasties in college, yeah. uh, college football, but. Ohio State and Georgia are going to be the next Alabama. Right, you're you know, you're telling me that uh, Texas A&M with those in number one recruiting classes is not going to be the the dynasty that it, it should be? Uh, no. Oh, man. Um, unfortunately uh, for the Texas A&M fans out there listening, that is not going to happen. Not as long At as least not Jimbo. anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah. Jimbo needs to go, and then I think you guys might start getting some pieces together. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're in agreement that um, – and honestly – so do you think that Ohio State and Michigan both get in if they play each other this season? Um, they can't play each other in championship because they're in the you know the same division. Yeah. If Michigan loses to Ohio State, are they still in? Are they still top three, or does maybe a um, maybe an Oregon sneaks in there, uh, or another team that's waiting on the the prowess? If TCU wins out, obviously, I think. Do you put Tennessee yeah. there? Do you put Tennessee over Michigan if Michigan takes the L, or if Ohio State takes the L? Do you replace them with Tennessee? So if Ohio State loses to Michigan, I would Michigan would move up, and I would put Ohio State at four. Uh, if Michigan loses, I would bump them out to the five spot, and I would push up Tennessee. Michigan uh, fans are I, punching air right now. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. not fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is. You can't, <laughs> you know. I mean, if two spots is if if you're in the top four and you lose, yeah. For me, it's two spots down. So if Michigan loses, that's two spots down. That puts you at the five. Ohio State, I so mean, then, realistically, Ohio State could be at three or four even if they lose. Yeah. All right. I might agree that that offense, Marvin Harrison Jr., bro, Um, it's not often you see a legacy uh, kid. You know, his dad's a Hall of Famer. I mean, you look at Jerry Rice's son, no shot, um, no shade. Uh, Brendan Rice over at um, USC, uh, the Trojans, he's good. But he is not, like, first round, you know, this is insane talent. Marvin Harrison Jr. might be better than his dad, and you don't normally say that. Um, I mean, they even, it's just insane. Ohio State's offense is just insane. I think that pretty much the top three is locked, even if Michigan loses. I think that if they do lose to Ohio State, they will get bumped down. I think Tennessee is on the waiting list as far as to see who loses, whether it be Michigan or uh, TCU. Uh, to take that spot, I think they're just as long as Tennessee wins out, they're getting a top four spot. Um, because... Yeah, I just looked at uh, Marvin's stats: uh, seven receptions, one thirty-five for one TD. That's pretty nice. Yeah, one thirty-five, man. He's I like, mean, <laughs> you see some of his catches this year; they're they're absolutely insane. <laughs> insane. insane. So it goes for today. It was Marvin Harrison with one thirty-five, and then the next best receiver was forty-seven yards. <laughs> he is their offense, man. <laughs> he is, and that, and that okay. So here's the thing, right? Uh, we're talking a little bit about Ohio State, and then obviously, if you guys don't know, we will be talking about draft prospects coming up after the end of the college season. But the thing about Ohio State quarterbacks is you can never judge them correctly because they always have top five receivers. Yeah, like is C.J. Stroud good because he had Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson. Um, I can't even pronounce his last name right. Najabu or Najaba or something like that. Who who's going to be a fr- don't don't look at me for that one. No, I'm, I'm just going to call him Jackson. So is Jackson's projected a top uh, 15 pick this year? Last year they had Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson go in the first round, and then the year after this they have Marvin Harrison potentially going or not potentially he's going to go in the first round. So it's like, and then they got Trayvon Henderson who's a potential first round second round running back. It's hard to me. I see the skill set in C.J. Stroud. I see the anticipation. I see the willingness to stand in the pocket. But, you know, who else had that? Although he's had the turning point in the NFL is Justin Fields, who had that, although he's a little more mobile than C.J. Stroud, he had that, like, holy crap, Justin Fields is going to be the next great quarterback in the NFL. And then it just hasn't worked out for Justin, obviously. And we've seen that with Ohio State quarterbacks who go back all the way to Troy Smith, who dominated for Ohio State, went to the NFL, went to the Ravens, you know, lost his job. With the Ravens, uh, Dwayne Haskins, RIP, and uh, Cordell Stewart. A lot of these Ohio State quarterbacks just don't seem to pan out because they've been surrounded by abundance of talent. So that does, as an NFL GM, scare me a little bit 
Um, and the same with Bryce Young. Um, I think Bryce Young is a little more talented than CJ. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think scares me. Uh, the same could be said with Alabama quarterbacks. They usually don't pan out in the NFL because they're surrounded by such great talent. Yeah. Uh, but Bryce Young, regardless of who's out there, I think he can make stuff happen. I know they have two losses, but each game, it's not his fault. He's the reason why they're. Yeah, yeah you know, close to winning or in the game or anything like that. He's the reason why he's, he always has to pull something out of his hat and he's been able to do that. And I think he's going to be poised to be a good quarterback in the NFL, which most Alabama quarterbacks are not. Yeah. And just, uh, like I said, um, speaking of Alabama, they played Ole Miss, uh, yeah, Ole Miss today, uh, Jackson Dart, Zach Evans, and, uh, Quentin, um, Junk Junkins, their running back Junkins, a true freshman who's been dominating this year. Uh, and they, they beat Ole Miss, but they barely beat Ole Miss. It was a struggle game for them. Uh, and that's, and again, another reason why we don't think they're probably going to be in that top four. Um, as you said, the tide is rolling, uh, not in the direction they want. Uh, now, granted, next year they'll probably be back to their old selves, but um, maybe. We don't know who they got at waiting in the ring. Uh, we saw him play a little bit. I can't remember his name. We saw him play a little bit, but he, he doesn't seem like he has that anticipation, that throwing ability that, say, Bryce Young did have. Um, so who knows? They, I mean, they do have a couple five-star uh, quarterbacks coming in. They got two top ten quarterbacks. For whatever reason, the number eight and number nine quarterback both decided to go Alabama in this upcoming class. Uh, I mean, surround yourself with the best, I guess. It is, but, like, if – one of them's going to be each other out, and the other one's sitting bench. So, yeah. um, well, if I was a crew, I would, I would, if I go, hey, they already got a five star. I'm going to go somewhere where I'm, I needed, not where I, not where I'm wanting, but where I'm needed. That, that's fair, but just imagine the stock you would get if you beat out so, you know, two of the best quarterbacks, yeah. and you beat the other one out, and then you play and have an amazing season, and then that guy comes out next year and then plays an insane season yeah, like no, you beat that guy out and, yeah. I, and i get that because like with florida they picked up two four-star uh quarterbacks this draft cycle and they're gonna try to get uh dj lagway a five-star next you know 2024 class so i mean it's just what clemson does you know like how clemson did it uh you got deshaun watson and you go to sean watson to like i believe trevor lawrence and trevor lawrence to dj and then dj from Cade. so you're just stacking um i'm just saying from my personal perspective if i'm a five-star quarterback recruit and they've already got one on the roster. I'm going somewhere where I can probably start within at least a year and not have to sit there. Now I understand iron sharpens iron, but that's just you know that's just me. Um, no, I agree. I'd rather have that starting position pretty yeah. much on lock rather than having to fight for it every single day. And then you have one bad game, and now you know there's now this lost. elite quarterback behind you. <laughs> He's yeah. going to immediately no take it, run off with it. Yeah. Um. But so this Send Alabama me to Boston Miss College. Pretty crazy. Um. We know, obviously, that uh, Alabama lost to LSU last week, and so we'll move on to LS, this LSU-Arkansas game. LSU, people are talking about potentially putting LSU in the top four if they went out. I just don't see it. Uh, they almost lost to Arkansas, like we said, and the only reason why they were in that game is because, dare I say it, Harold Perkins is the best linebacker in the nation as a freshman. Last week, a couple weeks, we've been saying – He's one of the top linebackers in the nation, top freshman. Today, he put up 10 solo tackles, four uh, sacks, and he had two forced fumbles in this game against Arkansas. He's the sole reason that they even had a chance in this game. Uh, and to be honest, he could, if this was like the NBA where you could leave after your freshman year of college, he probably could and still go first round. He has that much talent. I, the LSU offense struggled today, um, so I think that they went out. They're not getting to the playoffs. I think they're, Tennessee's a better team. I think that uh, TCU is probably a better team at this point, even if TCU takes the L to Texas. And uh, I just I just don't see it with LSU uh, right now. Um, but they definitely do have a bright future. Agreed. I think they've definitely turned around from the beginning of the season. They had a rocky start. Uh, and I thought they were rolling. I thought if, if they could come out and beat Arkansas by, like, 30 – there's a good chance of them making their way to the top four, but a 13-10 win over Arkansas just does not speak uh, top four to me. And I hope it doesn't speak that to anybody because LSU, I think if they go up against Georgia or Tennessee, Ohio State, or uh, Michigan or any of those teams, 
I don't see LSU coming out of that game looking too well. I mean, it, it just it's not going to fare well for them. I think them. St- I think six or five would be a fitting spot for them, depending on what happens with the rest of these games. And I think that's where they need to stay. I don't. I, I can't imagine them getting pushed in the top four right now. I just see. I see uh, LSU probably around like you said. You said six or five. I'm thinking uh, about. I think where they're at now, seven is a solid spot for them. I think Oregon is a better team than them. Um, like I said, if TCU gets in or Tennessee gets in, and say TCU loses, I still think TCU is a better team than LSU right now. Uh, TCU offense is fourth ranked in the nation. It, they're dominant um, over there with Max Dungeon or uh, Dungan um, and uh, Quentin Johnson and Kendall Mil- uh, Kendall Miller. Uh, so. I just I, I would put Tennessee even with if even if TCU loses I would put TCU above LSU at this point but like like we said LSU definitely does have a bright future and they found a generational talent uh, and you don't normally say this about players um, sometimes you're like hey they have potential to be a All American first round pick it's rare that you that we say that this f- true freshman is already a first round talent lock like he's already locked in the first round he could leave right now and be first round. Uh, so, uh, Harold, per- Harold Perkins was thinking about going to Florida, my Florida team, but he, he went to his home state of LSU, uh, not only home state, but a, a rival of ours. And, uh, it's going to be an interesting battle seeing him, uh, in the next, uh, three for the next three years. I think the other thing that's going to hinder LSU is their strength of schedule at the end of their season. Cause mm-hmm. next up they have UAB who that are is five and five. And then Texas A&M to finish the season. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I mean, one, you have to win those games. There's, yeah, there's no must wins. Must yeah, wins. There are, there's no losing or even having a close game. If you want a shot at making that top four. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, like I said, TCU is walking on thin line. Uh, and <clears throat> who would you, if TCU loses, are you, put, are you putting Tennessee in there? Or are you putting someone else? Are you putting like an Oregon in there? I'm putting Tennessee in. They're putting Tennessee. All right. So, I mean, t- t- TCU, TCU Horned Frog fans, you guys are walking the thinnest line ever in college football playoff history. Like, <laughs> you're losing. It's, and, it's done. And Texas is not an easy team to beat. I mean. They're not. Their past couple of games have been iffy. Uh, but when they play well, they play well. So, yeah. I think Quinn Ewers is going to go off tonight. Uh, they're in Robinson. Texas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Sean Robinson is disgusting absolutely uh we'll i stay... can't talk about him enough oh you're ready you're hoping that the rams get him um <laughs> definitely <laughs> we'll stay in the sec we'll talk about kentucky kentucky taking an l today uh to vanderbilt which uh to shocker because you know kentucky whooped the crap out of florida and so that pains me to see that they're getting walloped uh for the rest of the season against like vander tim's like vander- vanderbilt but like you said before the, the before we started the show it's any given saturday any given sunday uh, and Vanderbilt's not a bad team this year. They're just in the SEC, and they just have the worst roster. It's hard to win the SEC when you have a bunch of three stars. But I want to talk about Will Levis for a second. We've talked, we, we've crapped on him. I want to continue to crap on him because Mel Kuyper and all these draft experts, all these scouts said Will Levis, right now he's projected highest. To go, he could go, they're saying he could go number one overall in the draft over C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Um, that will probably change after this week, uh, but – no matter how many bad Hopefully. games, <laughs> no matter how many bad games uh, Will Levis has, he's continued to be a first-round pick today. He put up negative 16 rushing yards, 109 passing yards with a 50% completion percentage, and one interception, no touchdowns. Uh, I think the QBR was like a 20, and he's had back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back bad games. I, I don't see it. Um, he has an NFL arm. I'm not saying that he doesn't, but the hype. Is and this whole this whole draft class, to be honest, was hyped up before the season uh, with Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. Uh, they had Tyler Van Dyke from Miami at one point uh, going top fifteen. Uh, Anthony Richardson right now is projected to go top fifteen, so he might leave Florida after this year. Even though I think he should stay an extra year to kind of tune some of his uh, throwing mechanics. However, I understand if A.R. leaves because again, if you're guaranteed a top fifteen pick by scouts, you're gonna take that money and run. But this draft class has kind of dwindled. Um, I think it's really just C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, kind of a leading class, and then everyone else kind of, you know, you can plug and play wherever. Um, I just don't see Will Levis, and, and dude, I just don't see it, man. I just I don't see that in 
in him. I don't I don't see that dog in him. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's kind of like uh, Daniel Jones. I think he's going to get picked a little higher than uh, everybody fans think he should be taken. But you know, all the experts yeah. come out and say that. Oh no, he's a you know first round draft pick. He should be taken over these guys. There's no. There's no way I could possibly think of taking Will Levis over C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, uh, or any of those players like that. There's no plausible explanation for me to even come up with where I would select him over those guys. And even uh, even AR, I know he beat AR. Oh, he didn't, but UKB. The thing with AR is everything about him is projection. He has, and he played very well today against uh, South Carolina. He started off slow. Um he starts off slow at home. He's, he has actually a like a the highest uh, passer rating at any quarterback, including C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young on the road. It's when he's at home that he gets a little rattled. I think it's that's the noise and the anxiety and playing in front of your home crowd and stuff. But once he settles in, he plays great ball. He put you know touch on the ball. I would take Anthony Richardson over Will Levis, uh, just off projection. Although if I'm an if he does leave for the NFL and I'm an NFL GM, I'm making sure. AR is sitting bench for a year. Um, he would need that year to get that uh, extra year of football under his belt and some coaching. Uh, will Levis is probably more ready, but as far as ceiling go, uh, I think AR has a higher ceiling. And I think Hendon Hooker, Hendon Hooker to me is my third-rated uh, quarterback in this upcoming draft. I think it would be uh, uh, Bryce Young for me, then C.J. Stroud. Uh, I know that's controversial. Some pe- most people have C.J. Stroud, but I think it's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Hinton Hooker, A.R., and then Will Levis uh, as my top five. And I would put a second or third round grade on Will Levis at this point. Um, I just don't see it, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You can agree, disagree. I'll let you do would that. You take, but... So if this was on the board, would you take uh, Bo Nix or Will Levis? Bo Nix, to be honest, because Bo Nix has a 70% completion percentage this year, which is a lot better than Will Levis. And I mean, I think both of them are going to be sitting bench, uh, be career backups. Um, but who am I trusting if they have to come in and play? I'm trusting uh, Bo Nix at this point. And I wouldn't not was not going to say that with Auburn um, Bo Nix. Auburn Bo Nix was not that great. No. But <laughs> Oregon, Oregon Bo Nix has flipped the switch. So I just – I just want to make this known for everybody that's watching. Uh, Will Levis puts uh, mayo in his coffee. So I just want that to be known. There's an actual video of him doing this, and he's proud of it. Apparently, it's a thing. Uh, But if you put mayo in your coffee, you should automatically uh, be benched on any team that you're on. Scholarship revoked everything. All right. So I know we have to keep this uh, a little short, so we're going to go ahead and do the game predictions. Guys, let us know how you feel about Will Levis in Kentucky, the Alabama, and maybe what are your what's your top four um, for the college football playoffs? They are coming up, obviously. Uh, the Gators become bowl eligible, so go Gators today. We might be playing Oklahoma in the bowl, so me and Taylor might have to get a bet on that game if they do play each other in the bowl. Uh, the Yay. Game. I ain't putting no bet on that game. <laughs> uh, I'm betting against Oklahoma in that game. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'll take the, take the wedge. I'll say Oklahoma wins. We'll just flip-flop. No, I'm kidding. Um, but we'll go into these games. We talked about the TCU Texas game and how TCU is walking on the thin line. Do you think Texas pulls the upset? Who are you going with? I've gone against TCU before, and it's it has not gone the way I was hoping it would. And they've continued to show up. I think the pressure of them being at number four right now is going to loom over them a little heavily. And I'm going to go with Texas. I think Texas is out for blood. Texas out for blood. I'm going to go TCU, but I think it's going to be a closer game than people realize. I think TCU has an explosive offense, but I think Texas has also an explosive offense, especially with uh, Bajon Robinson. Uh, so I'm going to go TCU. We'll split there. Um, North Carolina, we're just doing the rest of the games, guys, that haven't been played today that are coming up. So um, we'll do North Carolina versus Wake Forest. I've got North Carolina. I, right. I, I just don't see Wake Forest really put much of a fight. Uh, yeah, I think uh, North Carolina has Drake May, who's probably going to be the first quarterback drafted in 2025 uh, when he's eligible. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, North Carolina as well. They do have a uh, pretty solid program there going 8-1. and one. Uh, And then we got Florida State versus Syracuse. 
That's a toss up because Syracuse just recently got booted out of the top 25 and they were playing really well. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm going to go Syracuse with the upset. Syracuse with the upset. Uh, man, Syracuse has, uh, I think it's a top three defense this year um, overall. But Florida State. Yeah, they, don't, they don't give up many points at don't. all. Uh, I think. Oh man, I I don't want to say I'm gonna go Syracuse because I'm a Florida fan. I don't want to. I can't say FSU is gonna win. I don't want them to win. Uh, we got someone in the comments of my dad saying that FC, FSU is gonna win that game. So we shall see. Uh, then we got the Utah. Oh, we got Utah versus uh, Stanford. I'll go Utah. All right, I'm gonna go Utah as well. Uh, I think Cam Rising uh, and company are playing decent ball this year. They're seven and two, ranked number thirteen, and Stanford is. Is, it's crap. Um, UCLA versus Arizona. I am now at this point all in on UCLA. All right. Um, I'm going to go UCLA as well. Uh, Chip Kelly, man, you didn't do well in the NFL, but you're a <laughs> great college coach, uh, and I cannot take that away from you. UCLA has turned it around under Chip Kelly. That's because he can't trade players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know, we'll trade our best players away. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going UCLA there. <clears throat> Guys, we're gonna before we go to the NFL, we're gonna do a nice quick reminder as you listen to this Christmas music to make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube uh, channel at the booth with Taylor and Brandon, and make sure you follow us on Spotify podcast. Just look up the booth with Taylor and Brandon on Spotify. Make sure you hit that follow button and turn on the notification for any time a new up- episode is uploaded. And we apologize again for having to delay our episode. <clears throat> a little Christmas music, a little, little cheery, you know, break there. Um, so we're going to go to the NFL. The Colts hired Jeff Saturday. Uh, he did do a press conference saying, uh, and I'm just going to kind of misquote this, but we'll say it passionately. He goes, I don't care if I wasn't a coach in high school. This is the who, the, I'm who he wanted. And, um, you know, I'm not, I may not win any games. I might win all of them. I might, might I might be here next season. I might just finish out the season. But you know what I am? I'm a leader of men, and I know how to lead a football team. And take it away. Hey, if, on the if an interim head coach comes in and gives that kind of speech, I don't care if he coached Pee Wee. I don't care if he never coached. I don't care you know, if he was working at McDonald's a week before. I'm going to be fired up, and I'm going to be ready to play. And he has a point. He has played with some of the greatest players to ever play the game. Yeah, He's won some championships or a championship Two, one. He has at least one championship. Uh, I think he's going to be able to come in and actually coach some good football. Maybe having somebody who hasn't been in the coaching system for 15 years and wow. has like under 500 uh, wins, you know, like I, I think he's going to actually come in and do well. I think his speech fired up everybody. I hope for Colts fan, your dad's sake, uh, that he's actually able to come in and do something. I mean, I, I, I know they're going to win this this upcoming week. I guarantee you that. Yeah, and I, I know that, like, ESPN has kind of brought race into it. I don't think this was a race thing. I think this was simply a uh, Jim Irsay wanted somebody outside of the building. Uh, because if you're losing, do you really trust anybody inside the building to correct the leadership? <clears throat> Even though they do have former head coaches. Um, I think my dad said John Fox is on the former Broncos way back when. Uh, head coaches on the coaching staff. They have Reggie Wayne, who is a wide receivers coach. Uh, they could have potentially uh, went with. Um, but I think getting someone outside, that's what he's, uh, Jim Mercer said he wanted somebody who's not about the analytics, who's just about football. Uh, I think a lot of coaches in the NFL today, uh, they're all about stats and this and this and that, and they're, they think too much. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it's football, just play football. Uh, yeah, and, like, and he's going to have guys around him that are going to yeah. have the analytics and be able to provide him with that information. Yeah. This guy's got the grit of football in his mind. He, you know, he, like you said, he is passionate about the game of football. He's played it for, I think, almost 20 years. The dude knows how to play football. You know, yeah. he's not going in there with zero knowledge. And everybody's saying, like, oh, he's inexperienced. He's not inexperienced in football. He's well-versed in the game of football. Yeah. It's just, you know, he's he's been able to lead – uh, other players because I'm sure he was a captain at some point. I'm not too familiar yeah, with his entire career. 
Uh, you know, so, the Hall of Fame uh, left <clears throat> our center. I want, he'll be a Hall of Fame center whenever he's eligible. I'm not sure when he's eligible. Yeah. If he's not so, already in. So He knows how to play. He knows how to uh, lead uh, for our future Hall of Famers. You know, so the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a complete uh, crap show, but you can't get much worse than what the Colts are doing now. So it sets him up to actually succeed, and hopefully that rolls into some momentum and yeah. they're actually able to produce something with them. And the last thing I'll say about this, because I know we do have to roll into the next topic, is uh, somebody pointed this out with a uh, <laughs> clip from the longest yard when the head coach put on a put on the helmet, went in. The offensive line for the Indianapolis Colts has struggled. So if they continue to struggle, you could see Jeff Saturday putting on a helmet going, you know what, I'm playing center. <laughs> Ryan Kelly, move over to guard. <laughs> we'll call the, I'll call the plays from, you know, right here. Yeah. Um, just thought that was kind of a funny little tidbit. Uh, we'll skip past the Arizona stuff. Uh, the Raiders, uh, the Raiders are in trouble. Uh, their defense is not playing great. Uh, they just got rid of Jonathan Abrams, their first uh, first round draft pick. The year they got, um, you know, Henry Ruggs and all that from that draft class. They just cut him. Um, that draft class is no more. They, everyone's either been arrested, cut, or traded. Uh, is that the biggest flop in NFL history at a draft class? Absolutely. I, I mean, your entire draft class is one oh, no longer on the and team or in the NFL. Yeah, and and the, they all sucked for the most part. Henry I mean, Ruggs we never really, good, but yeah, we never really get to see full potential from Henry Ruggs. We know he's fast. His career went fast. Uh, <laughs> but I, I would say, say it, I would say it was one of the biggest uh, flounders in NFL draft history. I mean, yeah. every single draft pick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what what other team has ever done that? Yeah, I just not. And then we, you know, talking about the Raiders, Derek Carr has been subpar for so long, and everyone he, to go. he has played he has played average football, and he has been overhyped. And everyone's gonna say, "Well, it's Josh McDaniels." Every year, Josh, and every year, every year it's next year he'll do good, or oh, we got we got the pieces he needs for him to succeed. Every single year, you find a new piece for him to succeed. Devontae or... Adams is the yeah. number one wide receiver in, in the league <laughs> on in the league on any other team, except yeah. the Raiders. Yeah. Except the Raiders. Yeah, you can't give a guy the number one wide receiver, the number one wide receiver a season before, pluck him, put him on this team, yeah. and then suddenly you guys are worse. That's a quarterback issue yeah. through and through. That's Derek Carr. The Raiders need to, you know, just suck it up and get rid of the guy. I know for whatever reason, the Raiders are extremely loyal to Derek Carr, but it makes zero sense. Oh, whatever. To just you mean throw Sid? him in the trash. You I don't mean care. Sid from just, Toy Story? Yeah, just get him out of there, draft a new quarterback, trade for a veteran. I don't know, but you need something new because Derek Carr is I don't know it. if I should. Okay. So if they go with a quarterback that's not ready, say if they can't get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, who could probably start day one? If they don't think they can get that uh, type of player and they have to go for an AR-15 or a Will Levis or a Hendon Hooker, uh, well, first of all, you draft Hendon Hooker, he has to start right away because he'll be 26 by the time the draft rolls around. Uh, he's getting close to retirement He's age. getting close to retirement. So if you draft Hendon Hooker, no matter where you draft him, he's got to start right away. So basically, if you get Will Levis or Anthony Richardson who need to sit a year, um, I think you keep Derek Carr just so that you can play out the season, let them learn, and then you ditch Derek Carr later on for a draft pick. But if you if they do have a chance at C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or maybe a quarterback in the uh, free agency that comes out uh, like that's better than um, a Derek Carr, I think you go that route. Derek Carr is not the answer in Las Vegas. Uh, he wasn't the answer in Oakland. He was not the answer ever outside of Fresno, California, when he went to Fresno State. So I just I don't understand how you can take the great the best receiver in the NFL. And make him, and he doesn't suck, but just train wreck him into the ground. Like, I, I just, yeah. the Raiders are no, bad. I, yeah, I mean, the Raiders in a hole are terrible. I mean, Josh Jacobs was a pretender. Like, he had a really good start to the beginning of the season, and now he's kind of disappearing. Uh, yeah. Adams has his anger issues. Renfro just runs into other players. Derek Carr can't hit an open receiver. I mean, the team as a whole just sucks. Maybe it's uh, the head coaching situation with McDaniels. I don't know. 
But the one thing that needs to change is the quarterback. Derek Carr needs to leave. Uh, I think AR would be a great fit for the Raiders. Uh, I think yeah. Will Levis would be a good fit too because they need a good quarterback. So AR would be a good fit. And they're already used to having a terrible quarterback. So Will Levis would also <laughs> so be. A good fit. So, you know, it's either one, whichever one you want. So, so someone said that Derek Carr is not crappy. It's the coach and he played good last year. This is Derek Carr's last year's stats. All right. He had 4,800 yards. Not bad. But he had 23 touchdowns and 14 interceptions, um, which is not good. He's turning the ball over. He turned the ball over a lot. Before that, he went 27 and 9, 21 and 8, uh, 19 and 10, 22 and 13, 28 6, 32 and 13, 21 and 12. Uh, yeah, last so, year the Raiders, the Raiders as a whole, were not a terrible team. Uh, they actually played some pretty decent football. Uh, for the Raiders, but Derek Carr was definitely not a good year for him. He's only had three seasons in his career where he did not throw double-digit interceptions in a in a season. He, so he's always been average at best. Uh, I would put him in that Dak Prescott. I know Cowboys fans aren't going to like that, but Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, kind of. I think Dak Prescott's better than Derek Carr, but I would, I would take Dak Prescott over Carr. Yeah, I would too, but I'm saying like they're kind of in that. They're not in that A list. They're pitter pattering between the, the the low end of the B list. Um, I think Dak's probably upper tier B list, but um, as far as quarterbacks that could win you some games, but they're not going to win you a Super Bowl, and it's kind of apparent at this point in their careers. Yeah. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, is it time for the Packers to finally see <clears throat> what they have in first round draft pick Jordan Love? Uh, he's been you know he was drafted three years ago. Um, is it time to see Jordan Love? <clears throat> Man, that's a tough one because just last season, Aaron Rodgers was an MVP. So, I mean, it's got to take a lot of gut to bench him and start Jordan Love. But I would if if they can't make the playoffs and if the playoff hopes are completely gone, yes, I would start Jordan Love. There's no reason to have Aaron Rodgers out there. He's older. Uh, he's injury prone now. You know, once you get up to a certain age, you know, even if you haven't been injured as much, you know, it's creeping up on you. It's going to happen. So I say – if playoffs are not an option for them, absolutely start Jordan Love, see what he has. Because maybe the kid's just absolutely filthy because he's been sitting on the sideline for three yeah. years watching uh, Aaron Rodgers play impeccable football. So maybe he's picked up a thing or two, and he's younger. He's he's a little bit more mobile than Aaron Rodgers has ever been. So maybe he actually has something in there, and they find a new star quarterback in their uh, draft pick from three years ago. Yeah. At this at this point, you either trade him or you know you either trade him or play him. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers this year, he doesn't really have a, lot, a strong receiving core. I get that, but he's still supposed to be you know he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He should be able to put up decent numbers. He's got two thousand yards, fourteen inter- uh, touchdowns, and seven interceptions. So he's fifty percent there, um, and he's got a thirty six point three QBR, which is twenty seven out of thirty two quarterbacks in the NFL. He's on the almost dead last in QBR. Um, he's not the same, uh, I was about to say Anthony Richardson. He's not the same <laughs> Aaron Rodgers as of old. And at this point, you know, with top QB talent coming out in these next couple drafts, you have to see what you have in Jordan Love. Because if you wait and hold on to Jordan Love and you're like, he could be the, the quarterback. And if you hold on to Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers said, I'm going to play for the next two or three years. If you hold on to Aaron Rodgers and he's playing the way he's playing and you try to see to get him back to where how he used to play, you're going to miss out on some top-end quarterbacks in these upcoming drafts, and you're either going to be stuck with Jordan Love or you're going to be scrambling for a uh, quarterback in free agency. And Jordan Love, like you said, could be the next greatest thing. You, you just have to see what you have in him, and you have to give him the opportunity. Because if not right now, it's the biggest waste of draft pick ever. You don't draft a quarterback yes. in the first round with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback if you don't think that quarterback can take over for AR in the future. Yeah, no, I agree. I think – this would be one of the biggest wastes of a draft pick, uh, especially for not letting him play. I know they've let him play in preseason. And when he played in preseason, he looked great. He looked flawless. He looked uh, comfortable in the pocket. I think the head coach even said that, you know, he's, this is the best football he's seen a quarterback play. Yeah. So he's talented and he has the capabilities to go out there and play. It's just now he needs a chance and an opportunity to go play. And if there's no playoff hopes, you know, your receivers can't catch, 
yeah. whatever. Just go put Jordan Love out there, see what he can do. You know, you, you can't salvage the season, so you might as well just rest your MVP quarterback and yeah. hope that maybe in this upcoming draft you get some wide receivers worth something. Yeah, I agree there. Uh, so we're going to keep talking about quarterbacks. Um, again, guys, this is going to be a short episode, so thank you guys for coming out. Uh, we're going to go into Bark Scott's comments on uh, Jalen Hurts versus Dak. He said that Hurts is a better quarterback than Dak is uh, right now and that Dak's not a top-10 quarterback, which caused some controversy over at, um, on, at ESPN. People were like, what, what? Because ESPN, and for whatever reason, anybody who talks football likes to talk Dak up like he is the GOAT, like he is a top-10 quarterback. And I'm is sorry to say this. He is I'm not. Top, he is not a top ten quarterback. He is a solid quarterback, and I will not take that away from him. But he is not a top ten quarterback. He is not going to get you over the hump, and he has shown that. And he's only got one playoff win in his what? Like he's been in the league for seven years now. One playoff yeah. win. And to me, if I'm I'm not paying my quarterback two hundred plus million a year or whatever over your period of contract for one playoff win, that is ridiculous. And on top of that, Cowboys are already playing Ezekiel Elliott a crap ton of money when they have a better running back in Tony Pollard, but we've already talked about that. I'd, Hertz right now is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Yes, does he have better weapons? Yes. At, all around, they Eagles surrounded Jalen Hurts with a plethora of what arsenal. Like, that, he has an arsenal. They can hit you with uh, the machine gun, quick Quez Watkins. They can hit you with the LMG muscle Big old caliber round in A.J. Brown. They can hit you in a 5.56 five, with uh, Devontae Smith. But Jalen Hurts right now is more accurate. He is better on the run. Uh, he's got 2,000 yards, uh, passing 12 touchdowns, passing only two interceptions. Now, Dak Prescott was hurt this year, but even in the past, only in the three games, four games that he's played, he has 500 yards, three t- uh, touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 58 QBR. He has not shown – to be honest, I would have kept uh, Cooper Rush in. Who was Agreed. I wouldn't, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll let you go in on that Dak Hurts. I'm taking Hurts, and I'm not trying to be biased as an Eagles fan. And last year, you know, um, is better than anybody. That I would not be saying that last year with Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts was struggling heavily last year, but he has yeah. greatly improved to the point where I think he's a top-five quarterback in this league. Yeah, the difference between them is Hurts actually improved during the offseason – fixed his issues and came out a better quarterback that's showing to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Dak Prescott, I've never seen a season where you've seen that change in him where it's like, wow, like, you know, the Cowboys are going to be some like a team to fear this year because Dak Prescott went out this season and worked on his issues. It's the same thing every single season. He's mediocre at best. Uh, He's injury prone. Also Jalen Hurts is healthy. Uh, at, so far, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. Let me do that Eagle, for you real Eagle, quick. Yeah, Eagle season. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't need this Monday night football, you know, come down and. I'll uh, be driving to North Carolina and you're just going to be like, <laughs> oh, welcome to the booth. And it's going to be me in your bedroom just sitting there strangling you. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I think Jalen Hurts through and through is the better quarterback. It's evident in his play this year. If we're talking about last year, Dak Prescott was a better quarterback. Jalen Hurts w- did not have a deep ball. Uh, he was forcing stuff field, he shouldn't have yeah. been forcing. Uh, but it's been a complete uh, 360. You know, well, like, 360 yeah, is a circle. So. Yeah, circle. <laughs> so complete 180. I think uh, this season and going forward, if he plays like this, Dak Prescott is the lesser quarterback. And there should be no argument of who's better. And if it's, well, Dak Prescott's played more seasons, doesn't matter if you put them head to head right now. Jalen Hurts wins out every single time. Yeah, that's just that's just a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Now I would say I don't think Jalen Hurts' ceiling is much higher than Dak Prescott's, um, but I think he's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, and I think he does have a higher ceiling. But I'm not going to say it's by much. Uh, Dak Prescott's no slouch. I'm not saying that he is a slouch or he's some scrub, and I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is the goat. Right? He does still have some inefficiencies, but this year he's really turned it up. And right now he is playing like a top five quarterback. And if you told me for this season, who would I rather have Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott at home for my team, uh, rather it be the Eagles or whoever your team is, um, fantasy draft, let's just like in Madden, uh, I would take Jalen Hurts, uh, not only because of the running ability, the durability at this point, um, and then just the completion percentage and just the, the willingness, you know, to get the ball out on time. 
Agreed. I, I agree 100%. Uh, zero arguments. You're not arguing with me. I'm just kidding. Blasphemous. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to go into the game predictions. Someone say how many attempts per game between Dak and Jalen. I'm not sure. I know Jalen, I think, passes about 25 to 30 times a game. So I'm I'm not sure about Dak Prescott. I don't have that stats in front of me. Um, I'd pull it up if we had uh, more time. But um, So we're going to go into the game predictions, guys. Seahawks versus the Buccaneers. I've got the Seahawks. All right, I do have the Seahawks as well. I think Geno Smith is p- potentially playing like an MVP candidate. He's playing phenomenal football, and I think the Seahawks should hold on to him for uh, however long he decides to play. Uh, he's been playing great. Um, the Vikings versus the Bills. This is a good game. It's a good game. I know if, if, if a certain group of people uh, that I know hear this, they might come for my head, but I'm going to say the Vikings. You're going to say Monks? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go uh, Buffalo. I think Buffalo uh, is elite right now. I, I do like the Vikings, though, but I don't. I We have to throw a wrench in there somewhere, and I think this is a good game to throw the win, uh, wrench in. So I'm only saying the Vikings because I know uh, Josh Allen is a game-time decision, I believe, because he's in concussion protocol. I am now changing my pick <laughs> to the Vikings. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's still there, but I know he didn't practice uh, – I think this, I think it was Wednesday was the last practice I heard about that he did not participate and he yeah. was in concussion protocol. Yeah, so he might not play. I'm going to go with the Vikings. I know. I'm sorry. I'm throwing the, I'm taking the wrench back out. You know, oh, the thing's good. not that's broken. <laughs> I'm going to Vikings there. Um, my people are saying Allen is hurt. Uh, he might not play this upcoming game. So definitely going Vikings now. Um, then we have the Lions versus the Bears. Bears. I mean, Justin Fields is playing Past two games, fantastic. Justin Fields is playing great football. Yeah. I'm going to go Bears as well. Uh, Jags versus the Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm not even attempting to throw a wrench in that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs there. Um, if I was a betting man like Calvin Ridley, <laughs> you'd be suspended for a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can talk about the next game where I could get a massage before the game and not be suspended for the entire year. The Browns versus the Dolphins. I'm going to take the, the what week is this? Week 11? Is this Deshaun's week back? No, it's week 10. <sighs> okay, Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Dolphins as well. Uh, we have the Texans versus the Giants. I'm going to go Texans surprisingly enough. That's my wrench. That's your wrench? Alright, um... Yeah. I'll go Giants just to take that that split. I mean, it's not like I'm like, oh, no, I took the 6-2 and two Giants. That's such a hard <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. I'm definitely going to lose that one. Yeah. Um, I do think the Texans, that is a sleeper team. Uh, I don't yeah, Pierce is nasty. Yeah. Um, Damian Pierce should win Rookie of the Year, in my opinion. Either that or Kenneth Walker. Um, the Saints versus the Steelers. Oof. <laughs> Steelers. I'm going to go Saints. I mean, that one's 50 50 yeah, through and through. You might as well toss a coin up. Uh, Broncos versus the Titans. Are you riding Ooh. with the Broncos? Broncos. That's right. Titans. All right, I'm going Titans as well. I'm not riding anywhere with Russell Wilson. <laughs> he, he'd be, Russell Wilson's the kind of guy you're like, all right, bro, you got Ox. Uh, we got a five-hour drive, and the first thing he plays is Taylor Swift. And the next thing he's like, and he looks over at you and goes, 22. <laughs> so, literally right before we got on here, I saw a meme, and it says, uh, Russell Wilson, let's ride. And then it shows the ride, and it's the Titanic. <laughs> it's a perfect scenario for this season. For 25 cents a day, you could save a Bronco. <clears throat> Support a Broncos fan. I think O.J. Simpson uh, did better with the Bron- in a Bronco than, uh, mm. <laughs> than Russell you're, Wilson. You're not wrong, though. No. Um, all right, then we got the Colts versus the Raiders. Once again, Colts, and I will not go away from them because I'm trying to stay in the good graces of your father. All right, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, unfortunately, Dad, I'm going with the uh, the Raiders, I think. That no shot. I don't think that Derek Carr is great, but he – played decent last week and I just I just don't like Sam Ellinger I don't think he's that good of a quarterback and you guys his offense line sucks and your defense sucks and I just Jeff Saturday's first game don't see it 
I can't. I, I don't. I'm know trying how to win a bet here. Alive. I am trying to win a bet. I don't here. know how you're still alive, man. <laughs> my, I'm, my, I'm surprised your dad's not creeping up behind you. He even said Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. Um. So we got the Cowboys versus the Packers. Uh, Cowboys. Oh man, I'm that going hurts Cow- to say. Yeah, it, I'm going Cowboys. Packers just suck this year. Uh, Cardinals versus your Rams. Cardinals. I'm going Rams. Rams country. Let's ride. I'll take the split there. I think the Cardinals are probably the better team right now, but if Jalen Ramsey can somehow lock up DeAndre Hopkins, which I don't need that to happen because I need fantasy points, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm just going to go with the Rams. I don't think, I don't think the Cardinals are on the same page. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray were seen arguing on the sideline uh, last week. Uh, Then we have the 49ers versus the Chargers. It's going to be a good game. Uh, I got the 49ers. All right. uh, I'm going to go with – I'll take a wrench in this one too. I'll go with the Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert's been hurt. I think that uh, that injury is finally getting better. Um, I I don't know, man. They got no wide receivers though. Keenan Allen's hurt. Mike Williams That man has been hurt for like three years now at this point. All right. I'm going – All right. I'm going with the 49ers. All right. Scratch that. I just can't. I don't think Justin Herbert. He's good, but he's not good enough to overcome those. Does that deficit? And then we have the Eagles versus the Commanders. You already know who I'm going with. Fly Eagles. To fly, Eagles. Baby. Yeah. I'm going to Eagles as well. Yeah. All right. That is the game. All so right. where are we at right now? So as of right now, it is. So I took all ties away just for anybody who's been keeping track and following away. We pulled those out because it made no sense to add them in. So I'm in the lead right now with eight. And Brandon is behind with seven. I'm losing by one. Hopefully, we threw a couple of good wrenches in this week. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we we'll see what happens. I think this one might be the game changer. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully for my sake. Yeah, for your sake. <laughs> Put the Christmas music back on, guys. Again, if you're watching from YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. Hit that notification button for any time we go live. We go live usually. Uh, normally, usually on uh, Friday at 7 p.m. Again, this week is a little different. We do apologize. So make sure you follow us on Spotify. Just type in and spot- go to the Spotify app. No matter if it's on the PC, if it's on your phone, it's on your iPad. If it's on your MySpace account, type in The Booth with Taylor and Brandon, and we will pop up. You'll see our logo. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Um, and Taylor, any last words while we dance to this uh, nice Christmas music? I think the Colts are going to go undefeated for the rest of the season. Colts going undefeated for the rest of the season. He said Mike drop. Mike push. Mike push. Uh, someone said everyone I pick loses. My dad said everyone I pick loses, so I'm going to pick the Raiders this week. So that the Raiders Fair enough. Reverse Fair college. enough. I like it. Thank you guys for joining the show. It is a short show. A little less under than an hour like we normally do. Um, we do thank you guys and appreciate you guys coming in each week. Uh, and have a wonderful day.